Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, it would help if I turn on my microphone. It is a football Friday on the Team 980. It is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. All right, so two AFC championship games. <coughs> I should say two conference championship games coming up on Sunday. Both here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, starting with the Chiefs and the Ravens. Now, Here's the only way, uh, I shouldn't say the only way. Here is the way that I think Kansas City can win this game. If you get unexpected poor special teams play out of the Ravens, like what happened last Saturday with the return from Steven Sims, the former commander, Redskin, Washington football teamer, That's the way. Other than that, I don't see, unless Lamar Jackson or I guess a couple of Ravens turn the ball over via fumbles, which you can never predict. You can never predict. Unless there's such an obvious track record for them to do so, which there isn't, I just, like, I'm sorry. I only see Kansas City potentially, potentially having an advantage clear enough to win this game on the road, second week in a row, having to climb that mountain after unloading and doing everything that they could to win that game in Buffalo last Sunday night. Back to Kansas City overnight or late night. Short, not a short week, but back out on the road this week. Big difference not playing at Arrowhead. Not that that's a guarantee, but you'd much rather obviously play at Arrowhead than at MNC Bank Stadium in Baltimore. The Chiefs are in their sixth straight AFC Championship game. And if they win fourth Super Bowl appearance in five years, clearly they have experience as an advantage. The Baltimore Ravens haven't had a home championship game Since 1971, I mean, I could throw you all these numbers. I could throw you all these statistics, all of these trends. You know, I mean, listen, 
clearly you give the nod in that area to the Kansas City Chiefs. But this, as we know, is not the same Chiefs team. You got Pacheco, where she Rice has really had a nice year, and Kelsey, but you don't have a lot outside of that. You just don't. I mean, MVS, eh. You know, there just isn't a whole lot there to like about the Kansas City Chiefs on offense. Going against a number one Baltimore team on their home turf. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. I love the Chiefs. I love Mahomes. I can't stand his brother. Uh, his wife's weird. Um, his brother—I mean, his brother's a, a complete dork. Uh, the whole Kelsey Taylor Swift thing—I've had enough. Go away. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with I just don't see Baltimore or Kansas City being able to climb that mountain two weeks in a row. And remember, they also had to play an extra game against Miami when Baltimore was resting. Now, Baltimore took them a little while to get the oil running through the engine last Saturday, but once they did, they slammed on the gas pedal and away they go. All right, uh, I tell you what we're going to do. I forgot about this because I ran into him in the hallway earlier, and he said he was going to call my guy J.P. Finley. Oh, my goodness gracious. Calm down. Calm down. I mean, it's just J.P. Finley. I mean, just, you know, just slow down. Uh, Susan Waldman in New York welcoming uh, J.P. Finley. The only way I know how to welcome J.P. Finley. How are you, Japes? What up, Rooster? I appreciate you forgetting me, even though we talked like 20 minutes ago. But uh, I appreciate it. I have a terrible memory. Um, it's one of the uh, It's one of the things about me that... Uh, probably does not get enough shine because uh, there's so many other bad things about me that uh, people pick on, um, you know. But uh, I, I do apologize for that. But I'm very happy that uh, you have done so. Thank you. Um, uh, of course, you can listen to JP Finley from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. <laughs> see, see how that works? See how that works, pal? I wonder if CK cares that we just consistently give the wrong time. Exactly. I, I don't know. I don't think he does. <laughs> I, I think if he cared, he would have said something. But anyway, seriously, thank you for uh, joining us. On a serious note, you listen 10 to 2 with Brian Mitchell on 1067, the fan in the Odyssey app. Just don't tag it on Twitter because that pisses JP off. He does not like uh, any, <laughs> any, any tags and hyperlinks. Uh, on Twitter. Um, so, yeah. So I was just talking about the AFC championship game, and I, I don't know if I'm just – I'm probably setting myself up for doom on Sunday by saying I don't know how the Chiefs win this game unless they get a lucky break or two on special teams, you know, like Steven Sims return the kick uh, for Houston, their only touchdown in the first half uh, last Saturday, which was a little bit of a surprise to me. Or, you know, unless like – you know, Mark Andrews comes back and he's got, which he's coming back and he's got butterfingers and he fumbles, you know, the ball away twice inside the red zone and Kansas City recovers it, that type of thing. Are you that one sided on this game or are you more like the, hey man, it should be a great game back and forth, nip and tuck? I have no idea who's going to win it. I think I'm, I'm closer to you, but not as far. I, I, listen, man, it's still Mahomes, still Andy Reid. I think. I, I'm almost. I was listening to you while you had me on hold for seven minutes. Um, and one of the things I, I was surprised you didn't mention or seven is seconds. Joe Tooney. Yes, is, is the 
Like, that's a huge injury, man. Well, I, 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 men- I mentioned him before you started listening, to be fair. I, I mean, I, I did, okay. I did okay. mention him, and, and Gay, the linebacker, uh, is also going— uh, Now, they're both limited, but y- yes, right. it's a great point by you. Joe Tooney's the, awesome, uh, and, and he's banged up and not expected to play is the last I heard. That's what I heard, too. And I, I, So, if that injury didn't exist, I, I feel like you're correct in that they are limited on the outside. Like, their receivers. The kid Rice looks like he might yep. be, become something real, but they don't have the pass catchers they've had in the past. But the way they've been able to run the ball and kind of, like, control things at the line of scrimmage, you know, that's a way you can win a game and just slow it down and – I think you've got Mahomes who's going to make a couple jaw-dropping plays, and if they could create some turnovers, which the Ravens don't really do, but, I mean, these things happen in big games, right? Right, right. Um, I feel like that is a pass to KC keeping this tight, and I think if you're a Ravens fan, no way do you want this to be a one-score game with Mahomes having the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter. Um, but I think if, if Tooney's actually out, I think it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and when I, I heard the same as you did earlier, I think I do think the KC defense is pretty legit. Yep. Um, but Lamar's just such a unique threat that, you know, if you look at the play that, you know, arguably kind of won them the game against the Bills defensively was the pressure that Chris Jones got on Josh Allen when he had that, I think it was the skinny post yep. that was run there. Yep. When he had he had the receiver open, whatever that was, sixteen. Uh, um, yeah, it was uh, Shakir, I think. Okay, like that, that, that step into that throw, it's probably yep. a touchdown. And he had dig, and he had digs. He had digs. The turp on the crosser. On right? the crosser, right? Exactly. Yeah. Now you you know, and you're right. Kansas City's defense was much better in the second half than they were in the first half. I think in that game. But I'm worried about them, you know, on on every level of their defense. Derek Nottie's a good run stuffer. He didn't play last week. He's been out of practice so far this week. I don't know if he's going to practice on a limited basis today. Uh, Gay, Willie Gay, uh, who I mentioned, kind of can mirror, spy, keep Lamar maybe under at least wraps or under control. I don't know if anybody can shut him down. Uh, He's limited. And then Legereus Sneed, who's a free agent, by the way, uh, something to keep in mind for the new commander's brass, uh, he is limited in practice. And I know he got beat for his first touchdown, but they have injury significant concerns. Does Kansas City on all three levels of that defense? And boy, I tell you, JP, with getting Mark Andrews back and you know now Dalvin Cook's got um, you know a game in the system, if you will, and maybe a little oil running through the engine. As long as Lamar doesn't throw up all over himself, which I don't think he's going to, and as long as, again, they don't fumble the ball away three or four times, I, I, I just don't see this Baltimore defense uh, offense being completely blanketed for an entire game. I mean, even as good as Kansas City's defense is, and I just mentioned they've got some injuries, they still gave up 24 points to Buffalo last week, and I don't think that Buffalo offense is dominant or explosive, and they still gave up 24. Yeah, I I tend to agree with you. I mean, this Ravens team is built like a freight train, and this Chiefs team is built like a, you know, there's a bunch of duct tape holding it together. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, you know, I know how much you love the odds makers. I kind of think they're trying to entice 
people into be saying, oh, my gosh, I can get Mahomes mm-hmm. 10 points. I'm taking it. Oh, like, yeah. I, I think they yeah. want people on KC. Um, I, this Ravens team, like, if you believe in DVOA as a statistic, this Ravens team is, like, an all-time great. Yep. And the way they play de- – I mean, the old axiom tends to hold true about offensive defense late in the season. And, and I just – I tend to buy it. I think – I mean, I, I, I picked the Ravens to win the Super Bowl a couple months back. I'm not backing off it. I think they win. Um, and I, you know, I I think the conversation around Lamar should have already changed, but definitely will. Um, I think the other game is a little – I don't know. The other game I think might be kind of similar. I, I won't be shocked if San Fran kind of – that thing by double digits just because I think they're built really strong too. But San Fran just seems a little off since right. the Ravens kicked their butt. And, um, you know, Detroit, there's lots of, I don't know. I, 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 I tend to, you know what bet I don't hate this weekend is bet of, bet an alt line with the Ravens and like get it up closer to a touchdown and get yourself, make a little more money on that if they go on to, uh, to do what you think they're going to do anyway? Uh, boy, no doubt about it. Uh, I'm I'm all about making uh, the cash, JP. You know, so I'm going to take that uh, betting advice from you because I know, um, I know you you are on top of uh, those things. So they the NFC Championship game. I mean, is this? Do you need to see Ben Johnson hang a 27 spot against a real good defense on the road to be convinced, or are you already convinced in him? Uh I am convinced in him, and I'm convinced it's a done deal. So, no, I don't need to see 27. It'd be nice, but, dude, much like, I know that you, you're a big Dan Quinn believer. I don't think him, I don't think the Cowboys giving up 40 in what is likely his last game there really matters either. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, there's a body of work, and you can't be swayed with that level of recency bias. Otherwise, that, that's fair. You got to question your own. You got to question your own evaluation process. That's fair. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, because I didn't like. I, you know, I don't. I don't like the one game. You know, judge everything by the one game, even if it's a playoff game uh, type of thing. I'm just curious to see how this Detroit offense is going to look, and I don't think this San Francisco defense is lights out. You know, they don't have Hufanga on the back end. Their safety. Uh, you know, th- they have good corners, but I wouldn't say they're great corners. Um, we know they have great linebackers. You know, Chase is kind of there from time to time. You know, you can certainly – I mean, I would be – wouldn't you be stunned? Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't you be stunned if, if if Detroit doesn't absolutely try and isolate him on the edge and just pound him, especially with um, with uh, Panay Sewell, who they like to pull from the right tackles? I mean, could you imagine Panay Sewell trying to loop around and catch Chase Young at the right defensive end spot? I mean, that's going to be like making a freight train take a dirt road. Dude, I think um, – I thought that uh, Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson did a really good job last week announcing the Lions um, – sorry, the Packers-Niners game. And – continuously in that game. If you watch that game, the Packers attacked the edges of that defense, of the San Francisco defensive front over and over again in yeah. the run game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, it's it, to the point where it seemed like anytime 99 or 92, Chase was on the field, they were running it right out. Yep. 
Yep. It's really what it like. They were it was like targeted. And they did it to Bosa too. So I'm not trying to single out just Chase because they did it to Bosa. Bosa reacted a little bit better, but he had a couple ugly looking plays. And dude, what was wild to me about that is the Packers were doing that with a lot of wideout kind of crackbacks. And if the wideouts can do that, I mean, Detroit is a lot more physical than Green Bay is. I mean, Amon Ross, St. Brown coming down the hill. Yeah. Like weightlifting background. Oh, did we lose JP? Oh, there he is. David Montgomery runs hard, man. Yeah, no um, doubt. And that offensive line is awesome for Detroit. I mean, it's way. I, I mean, Green Bay's is is fine. It, it's fairly good. It's it, it's not as good as Detroit. And Detroit's going to be missing Jonah Jackson, their Pro Bowl guard. Uh, and Frank Ragnow hasn't practiced all week, but he finished the game last week, so I assume he'll play. Uh, he's just a tough guy, but I- I'm telling you, man, Panay Suell, uh, no surprise, he was like the number 6 overall pick a couple of years ago, is just an absolute yeah. freight train. Uh, and, and, of course, Hank Fraley has been mentioned, you know, that offensive line's coach, as the potential offensive coordinator to Ben Johnson. Now, you said you think it's a done deal, Ben Johnson, no way, you know, one way or the other. Uh, doesn't really matter what happens on Sunday night, at least in your mind. Are you uh, are you being told that it's a done deal, or do you just believe it's a done deal? Somewhere in between. Okay. <laughs> I, I nothing's done. There's no signed paper. You know what I mean? There's still they, they still have uh, rule requirements to handle. I mean, nothing is done. I, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to be overly flippant and have my Twitter go crazy on a Friday afternoon. But I, I very firmly believe it's going to be Ben Johnson. Now. Is there any way that you could convince yourself that if something were to go wrong, maybe it's the contract negotiation, I don't know. I don't think it would be, but you know, there was that wild, wacky rumor that he wanted $15 million a year. That was pretty much dismissed by the agent who used to work here, by the way, Richmond Flowers. But is there any way that you could convince yourself, J.P. Finley, that Dan Quinn would be a good fit or... There's still Bobby Slowick. There's still Mike McDonald, right? I, I mean, like, what makes Ben Johnson so much better of a candidate than just, say, Mike McDonald? Never mind Dan Quinn. I really like McDonald. Yeah, 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 I hear you. I really like McDonald. Um, I don't know. It, I just think they're, they're going to draft a quarterback second. Right. And for the first time in this organization's in the first time since I've been alive, I can tell you that much, I think there's a real opportunity, maybe Jason Campbell, when they drafted him, I think there's a real opportunity for owner, GM, head coach, quarterback to all be aligned with the same vision. And not that you can't have that with Mike McDonald or Dan Quinn or somebody else, but it's a little more challenging because his role is not directly tied to the quarterback. I'm not somebody that says you can't have defensive coaches. I think that's silly. You don't have to hire offense. But I think with them staring at such a seismic decision as who you're going to take at number two, it just makes sense to pair that with a guy that everybody I talk to on and off the record says he he knows how to talk to guys, he knows how to work with quarterbacks, he knows how to build an offense to suit a quarterback's strength. Right. Um, so, but 
you know, Rooster, it's funny. I, I, I'll say this. Let's say we talk to 100 people, however many people we talk to about this, and almost everybody says it's Johnson. I do have one person that thinks it's Quinn. Mm. But I, and, that, and, and let me be um, clear, that one person is not me. No, 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 no not you. <laughs> interesting, interesting. All right, that makes me feel... You, you, definitively, you definitively think... It should be well. Quinn. No, I, 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 no, I don't definitively think. Uh, I, I would I prefer because I yes because I prefer somebody with experience. You know, and I know, you know, and I'm not saying that everybody is like this, but you know, when Jay Gruden came here in 2014, he really struggled with never mind being a head coach, just all of the things that you have to now do as a head coach. And yes, the organization was a cyclone of disaster at that point, which it's not anymore. So that would help whoever the new head coach is, especially if it's a first-time head coach. But I, I, I do value experience, and I do, I, I don't like the word or the term retread um, because it's just not. I don't know. It's just it doesn't sit well with me. So I do value experience. And I do think Dan Quinn, and you know, and I know, like we talked to some of the same people, you know, Dan Quinn is held in, I mean, I've talked to two coaches, one in the NFC and one in the AFC over the last couple of weeks constantly about Dan Quinn, and they just tell me how organized, how prepared he is, how much of a kick-ass leader he is, how, you know, that he can ride somebody's ass. You don't have to change around the defense. It's a 4-3 defense. It's easier to find pieces that can get after it and get up the field as opposed to trying to stop the run and do this and do that and kind of play safe and conservative. Not saying it's easy. Like, you have to, I think, do less if Dan Quinn is your new head coach. Now, you know, maybe I'm being convinced of that. I don't know, JP. But that's just, you know, like, like I wouldn't mind it like everyone else would, I guess. is, is, is You know, I understand Ben Johnson is the sexy toy. I, I don't always need sexy toys. I need effective. Come here, Ben. Put your ass cheeks right in front of my face. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. You are definitely the horniest girl online. No, 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 no. Did I say that? I'm the horniest guy on the, no. the universe. No, 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 no. Bruce, here's my... Listen, I, think, I, I know that you and I, at least one of these people, are we're texting the same person, yes. right? Yes. So I'm aware... I'm aware of some of the support for Quinn. I, I get it. And I think he could be really good. But you act like you don't want to bring in somebody to, like, they have to rebuild both sides of the ball anyway. Yeah. So like, they're going to have to rebuild their defense anyway. Yeah. But they also need to rebuild this offense. It was broken. And, like, I, I just don't know that, Either one is necessarily more or less important. I understand the experience. I don't knock I, the term retread. I think is overly harsh. I hate. I don't like. I don't like the term jag. I don't like the term retread. These guys put in more work than any average fan that likes to be dismissive of them ever understands. Mm-hmm. But um, that said, the Quinn thing. I think if you had a veteran team that needed some leadership, like I think. The Chargers, Dan Quinn, would have made a lot of sense for. Maybe going back to Seattle makes a lot of sense for Dan Quinn. I just This is a complete rebuild. I think I think the commanders are going to stink next year, mm. right? And I think that allows a different opportunity. You're right that there's 
going to be a lot of head coaching stuff Ben Johnson is unaware of, unprepared for. But that, that kind of happens. It happened to Rod. I agree that he took a different role the coach-centric, but it happened to Rod. I also think this organization is different now and Correct. would be in a, a place that could support a first-year head coach in a way Jay never got that support. That's I fair. mean, Bruce would undercut it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's fair. I think if Peters is identifying this dude to be Ben Johnson, and we're going to build this thing together, just like Kyle and John Lynch did, and Harris is giving them full support, I just think it's so dramatically different than any other previous scenario here in a long time. That's fair. JP, listen, I could, uh, you know, I, you know, I love talking to you, so I could keep you forever. But Matt's screaming on the other side of the glass, saying, "Get this fool off the air! We got to take a timeout. Uh, we got to hit the commercial break. We're already late, so I have to let you go." But I appreciate you very much okay. calling in. Uh, are you on NBC Four tonight or tomorrow night, or what's the deal? Um, you know, I don't know. Actually, I, I got an interview with John Dotson yesterday. Hmm. Um. And I, I don't know when we're airing it, which I probably should, so to plug a little bit. But um, it was cool to catch up with, with John, and um, I try not to put him in a bad spot and ask him about specific coaching candidates. So I just asked him if he had watched the Lions offense and what he thought of it. Oh, okay. And I will tell you this, he really likes the Lions offense. He should. He should. He, he absolutely should. Thank you, JP. I appreciate you, brother, as always. Later, dude. All right, that's J.P. Finley. Make sure you listen to him Monday through Friday, 10 to 2. With Brian Mitchell, 106.7 The Fan, the Odyssey app, and watch him on NBC4. We'll take a timeout. We'll come on back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we'll get out to your calls, including the Birdman and Pauly uh, and anybody else who wants to jump in. We'll probably only have about a half an hour or so on the other side to take calls because uh, Jay Gruden is expected to join us at around 3 o'clock or so uh, to get heavy in detail on the AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, and as well, uh, an hour or so from right now, Bianca Belair and Montez Ford, her husband, Star of the new WWE docuseries coming up on Hulu next Friday. Uh, They will join us about their life away from the ring, in the ring, 
uh, and uh, what it's like to be a married couple, of course, uh, and be WWE superstars on the eve of Royal Rumble. So they will join us about an hour from right now. Um, Coming up one week from tonight, baby. That's right, one week from tonight. It is 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live. That's right, all your favorite hosts, even if I'm not your favorite host. I'll be there so you can throw something at me. Well, don't throw anything that much. Maybe a beer, something like that. Uh, There will be surprises. There will be fun. There will be frolic. It's all uncensored. It's all on stage. Not on the radio, baby. Lots of chop busting. And lots of good times and laughs. And it's all presented by our friends at Main Street Bank. Your local bank local. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. Get your tickets right here, right now at BethesdaTheater.com. That's BethesdaTheater.com. Quick trending alert, and then we'll go right to the phones. 301-230-0980. on this Football Friday. It's presented by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. All right, so as we told you about earlier, the Ravens getting set to host the Kansas City Chiefs, and they get the good news that pretty much everybody was expecting. Mark Andrews has been out for a number of weeks. Coming back to join Isaiah likely as part of a very good tight end tandem for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens' soaring offense. 3 o'clock, the opening uh, kickoff at M&T Bank Stadium. You can hear it right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Kansas City injury report not in. As far as San Francisco and Detroit, looks like Debo Samuel's getting ready to go, but we will have more information again after today's final practices as the 49ers and the Detroit Lions hook up for a trip to the Super Bowl and Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Also, that action Sunday evening, 6.30 kickoff right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Wizards lose their first game since firing Wes Unsell Jr. last night to the Utah Jazz. They're off until tomorrow afternoon in Detroit against the Pistons. Caps, uh, hey, they've lost a couple in a row on the road. They are off until tomorrow afternoon as well against Dallas, and that's what's trending. All right, it is a football Friday. With you on the Team 980, it is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. And right out to the Ace Law listener lines. At a wreck, Ace Law, I hope you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. And we say hello to my guy, the Birdman, in Baltimore, huh? Oh, wait a second. Sorry, Ravens flock. I, I didn't I did, I did want to interrupt. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the... Quote the Raven, nevermore. Is that the call of the Ravens, baby? What's up, Bernie? Chris. How are you, pal? Well, I'm good, man. You know, it's the weekend before the uh, big championship game. I'm going to do something out of the ordinary. Uh, How about about getting a better phone line there, Bernie? That's bad. Yeah, it's all choppy. I'm going to have to put you back on. I'm going to have to put you on hold because we can't really make out what you're saying. All right, we'll see if we can get okay. you into a better area. Uh, you know, I love you, but um, I just, you know, like we have to figure that out. Let's get to Pauly uh, next up. Speaking of always loving all of our listeners, what's up, Pauly? How are you? Hell to the W, man. What's going on with you, Rufio? What's shaking, Pauly? Man, I, I can't decipher you, man. 
Why? You know what I mean? I, I can't read into the mind and the depths of your soul when you're talking about this coaching stuff, man. Because I, I hear you repeatedly clowning everybody who just automatically saying Ben Johnson, Ben right. Johnson, and the hot coordinator, and this right. and that. And, and, and I agree with that. You know what I mean? I definitely agree with that. But then I always hear you on, the, on your second breath when you're talking out loud or you're talking to uh, a guest, J.P. Flynn, you repeatedly ask the question about the coordinators. Well, do you think that the coordinator is going to be able to do this and, and do that? And, and uh, what impression is that going to have on them getting a job? What side of the fence are you on? Or are you just sitting in the middle? In, in turn, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what the issue is. I'm, I'm, I'm asking, like, Ben Johnson, who is considered widely to be the odds-on favorite, the perceived favorite, JP's saying it's a combination of what he's heard, what he's been told, and you know, so on and so forth. I'm saying this guy hasn't been a head coach before. We have no idea what his head track, head coach track record is. As a no, coordinator, no, no. does he have does, does he have to do more to lock up this job, i.e., go into San Francisco on Sunday night and kick their ass? A good defense's ass. Well, but- I like it. And then you say, and then you say in the next breath that it shouldn't just be about one game. Well, I, I, I'm asking the question, though, Paulie. Paulie, I'm asking the question. I'm asking the question. We are in agreement agreeance on the type of head coach. I wanted a guy with experience too. Right. You know, my guy just got the job down there in Atlanta. Raheem, that's the guy I want right. to get the job. Cool so job. Raheem, you know so Raheem I mean? or Dan Quinn or somebody with head coach just, track record experience, does I don't think they have to do as much listen, as the unknown. I have to be, I, I've, been, I've been having to be talked into the Dan Quinn. Almost like uh, Drake May is my guy at number two. He wasn't my guy at first. I had qualms about Dan Quinn. But I've kind of, over the past week, I've kind of taught myself into Dan Quinn. And I must say, some of your information has led me to that decision of Dan Quinn, too. So I'll say that for you. Wow. I'm going to take that as a compliment. You know, it seems like a lot of times you like to sit on both sides of the fence. No, I mean, mean, listen, I I mean, I think it's a fair question, but you understand what I'm saying. Like, Ben Johnson's never been a head coach before, right? Hey, listen. Let, let, let me let me ask it let me let me ask it to you this way. Let me ask it to you this way, Paulie. If, if, no, no, no. Hang, hang on a second. If, hang on, hang on, hang on. If Mike McDonald and the Ravens defense gets blowtorched on Sunday by what I think is kind of a, you know, it's a good Kansas City offense. It's not a great Kansas City offense by any stretch. I mean, obviously, it's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Trav, Travis Kelsey. I got it. Three Hall of Famers, but. It's not a great, it's not a juggernaut offense. If McDonald and the Ravens give up, I don't know, 35 points and lose, aren't you going to be like, eh, is this guy really? No, I, I, no, I, no I'm not. You're, okay, I'm, fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm fine. not. I'm not because the body of work over a two-year period, number one, and then number two, we talk about Michael Jordan, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. All right, it's I mean, it, you that, know it's a, a talking point, Paulie. I mean, it's a talking point. That's the ultimate mulligan right there. Okay, the, Mahomes is the ultimate mulligan. Somebody, if I'm Mike McDonald, they said, "Well, what happened against Kansas City?" I'm gonna look at them like you're crazy. Uh, they got number fifteen over there. What do you mean? What happened? Okay, <laughs> like come on, man. All you right. know what I mean? But uh, I'm with you on the Ben John. You know, it, it could all be a smoke screen because you brought up Mike McDaniel, Mike McDonald. Excuse me, 
you brought out Mike McDonald, right? So you got Mike McDonald, you got you got um, Baltimore, you got Detroit, and we all forgetting this man came from the 49ers, who are still also playing. So there's three organizations there where it's possible to head coach a candidate. You know, they could be letting this Ben Johnson thing, you know, go like it's going, snowball like a snowballer, just off of keeping everybody off for where they really want to go. Right. You never know. You yeah. Know I mean, and, and I mean, I mean right might, now you could hire – right now you could hire Dan Quinn and or Bobby Slowick Jr. today and do what, yeah, you know, do what Tennessee I did. three teams are still playing I was talking about the three teams that are still playing. No, no, and, I, I, and what, I, what? what I'm saying is because you have that, because you have that situation between Glenn, um, uh, uh, Ben Johnson, hey, and, and Mike McDonald, and really Anthony Weaver, I mean, I guess if you consider him still you know, a hey. candidate, um, you, you know, it's really four, not three, but whatever. I mean, hey. it, it is what it is. Listen, but I'm, I'm saying if you wanted to hire a head coach, you could playing. hire Dan Quinn today. Yeah, I hear you, but I was talking about the three teams that's playing, the three organizations that's playing. And two, it could also be that they want an in-person interview with Ben uh, Ben Johnson and the other guys you named. Yes. Because that, the, in-person in, the, the in-person interview could be what puts them over the top to of the course. person that they pretty much, okay, we like this guy, I think we'll hire him, but let's, get these, let's interview this guy face-to-face. You know, that interview might put him over of the course. top. I'm just saying, it might not just be a slam dunk like everybody's saying. I agree. Slam dunk, man. I agree. But as far as these games go, as far as the games go, I, I, I mean, look, all week long I've been leaning with Baltimore. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm more, today I'm more thinking, like, man, this is Patrick Mahomes. And, and number one, everybody's forgetting the Chiefs got a good defense also. It's not like Lamar Jackson is just going out there playing the sisters of the poor. You know, the Chiefs have a solid defense, man. You know, a, a very good defense. Even in that game when they lost to the Raiders, the Raiders did nothing on offense. You know, it was their defense that won that game for them. You know, so and, and it comes down, I call them Michael Jordan, but it's definitely going to come down to the Jordan Nets. It's going to come down to the, to the uh, uh, Pachecos of the world. And, and I know you said Sky Moore is a little banged up, but if you play the Sky Moore and Nicole Harvest, you know, these guys have to play above day level. Yeah. Don't give and, the ball to McCole you know, Hardman, NBA, man. NBA, Don't give the ball to McCole Hardman. Yeah. But look, in, 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 in Kadarius Tony, yeah. look, these guys, I call them the Bulls, you know, NBA and NFL is different, but in the NBA, your role players, you yep. don't play good on the road. No, so I hear you. It's I not hear looking too good, but I can't go against, can't, I can't, uh, somebody can't go against my home, man. So I'll take Kansas City in the points. You know, they might not win, but I, I, I figured them to cover, man. As far as the other game go, you know what I mean? I take Detroit in the points, too. And I do think Detroit has a very good chance of winning that mm-hmm. game. Because so far, what I've seen in Brock Purdy in the playoffs is not very good. And I'll tell you what, he goes out there and plays the same game he played against Green Bay last week. They definitely going to lose. Two road so dogs. Thank I'll you, Paul. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you. Have a good weekend. Um, you want to take the break or you want to go to Birdie, right? All right. We got to take the break. We'll go uh, to the Birdman. Uh, after that, hopefully, we got the phone line straightened out. We'll get his perspective on the uh, Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. About that Lions San Francisco game, I do feel like of the two, that is going to be the best chance for the upset. I do feel like that is going to be the closer of the two games. Again, I have all the respect in the world for Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Trav, uh, and the Kansas City defense, which is really banged up and might be missing some key pieces. Maybe I'm overrating Baltimore a little bit. I'm sure I am. But 
I think I think the NFC title game is going to be the closer. Both games right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Back in a flash. All right, it is a football Friday on the Team 980, driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Jay Gruden coming up in about mm, 12 minutes or so. We'll get his perspective on the AFC and NFC championships and, of course, ask him uh, about the commander's head coaching search. And then Bianca Belair and Montez Ford, a husband-wife uh, team. They are not tag team partners, I should point out. Uh, they are very different uh, in the ring. Uh, they will be starring in WWE's Royal Rumble tomorrow night in Tampa, St. Pete, as well Friday night SmackDown on Fox tonight at 8 o'clock, uh, and in the new docuseries on Hulu, available uh, next Friday, about their life away from the ring. So we'll talk to Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Uh, we had Bianca Belair on uh, probably about five or six months ago when WrestleMania in Philadelphia tickets went on sale. Uh, we I talked to Montez Ford at the Army-Navy game. The problem is, is we had a technical problem, and we couldn't air that interview. So now we got them both together uh, to talk about their new docuseries. All right, back to the phones we go. I know the Birdman will be dialed in for that. What's up, Birdie? Hopefully we got it on a better phone line now. Yes, yes. Can you hear me yes. now? I think it was all those ravens flocking to you. Uh, I, I, I think that's what well, it was. They were eating your phone line. I, I think it was that, or it could be the thousands of Taylor Swift fans coming into oh, Baltimore. You know? Oh, yes. That, that, that could be it as well. Yes. Um, the Swifties so, are going to so be look, taking Chris, over the Inner Harbor. Well, they ain't going to be taking over the game because you, I mean, you've seen what the price is. Oh, yeah. Were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you um, you you sent but, me uh, like some lunatic spent what seventy five thousand dollars on two tickets yeah, uh, the, in the mid two hundred second. I mean, yeah. I, I mean that's just crazy. Yeah, that's that that that's nuts. So I'm going to be serious when this call. I'm not going to joke because this is what I truly believe. Um, if you look at the Ravens versus the Chiefs, the only reason why people are not thinking that the Chiefs are going to get steamrolled is Patrick Mahomes. Now, granted, it's a, it's a good reason. I'm not discounting that reason. But let's look at Baltimore's body of work over the Chiefs. So if you look at it this year, the, the Ravens have steamrolled every good team they played. Detroit, Seattle when they were good, Miami. Of course, we saw what happened on Christmas night. Um, you know, I... I just don't see how a Kansas City Chiefs team is going to come in here and beat them. Um, when, I, when, I, when I look further into this, you know, the Ravens lost four games this year. All but one of those games, they beat themselves. The one game they didn't beat themselves against was against the Browns when Deshaun Watson had that fabulous comeback. Besides that, drop passes, turnovers, that is the only way that the Chiefs come out of here with a win, that the Ravens beat themselves. That's the only way. I don't disagree. I, I'm sorry. I don't disagree with you on that. You know. Um, I, I mean, I, I got to be honest Mark with you. Andrews, I'm probably cutting Kansas City short a little bit too much. And I, I hope I don't get burned for this. And you like to remind me all the time uh, that, 
you know, I didn't pick the Ravens to make the playoffs and I doubted them and I am eating crow and blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, I've come around full circle and, you know, Lamar now is the best and, you know, the Ravens are a juggernaut and I know I'm setting them up to fail on Sunday by being well, so Well, that's what one-sided. I worry about too. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I worry about the, the Russell jinx. <laughs> um, because, you know, outside of the Madden cover of jinx, I yeah. hit Josh Allen this year. Right, right. You know, you are the, you, you are the worst jinx. Yeah, but, uh, you know, when they, go down the, when they go down to the goal line, here's two big points and let you go. When they go down the goal line, um, uh, Kansas City likes to run uh, man-to-man. I think in that spot, Mark Andrews being back is going to be huge. You're going to see a lot of crossing routes, which is going to be good for Andrew, the big, a big target, or Odell. Um, and this stat right here, since 2019, Chris, when Steve Spagnola took over, the Kansas City Chiefs have allowed the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback. Mm. Yeah, that is huge. That's a good one. That. That, that, that is huge against and, a player like and uh, we, Lamar. And we know Lamar in the red zone is always more of a threat to use his legs than he already is. Uh, to me, the double tight end component, which you just mentioned, uh, I can see a fade you know, to Odell or maybe a quick slant to Zay Flowers out of the slot, something like that. Um, and, and that's where Baltimore really, really, really can break you down. And and again, Kansas yeah. City is you know not that they're missing for sure, but they are at least compromised and maybe missing three key players on each level of their defense. Well, I I'm going to go into this game thinking Tooney knows playing because it's such a huge game. Well, for no, Tooney, yeah, I, yeah, no, I know about Tooney, you know. but I'm talking about on their defense in Derek Nani, oh, yeah, their yeah, nose yeah. tackle, uh, uh, Randall Gay, their uh, linebacker, and and you know I think Legarius Need will play, uh, but he's been limited. So you, the question is, is 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 whether they can you know pick on him more uh, than any other team. Remember, he just gave up his first touchdown last week. So yeah, yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see even if Gay plays, how how good he's going to be yep. because. Covering Lamar, even a spy or just a shadow, yep. is hard. I, I hear you. It's, it's, you know, I so, hear you. All right, but, good luck uh, to your other, boys. Other game. Yep, other game. I'm taking Detroit. Oh, oh, Detroit, straight up or with the points? Yeah. Uh, straight up. Okay. I think they're going to beat them. All right, Detroit Hi, versus Baltimore in Vegas for the Super Bowl. Thank you, Bernie. Appreciate and, you. And we, and we know what happened last time the, the Ravens played Detroit. Uh, uh, I don't remember, but I'm sure it was a Ravens they, they, win. They beat them. They beat them. They beat them handily at okay. the bank. There you go. There you. Go. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yes, you're you're absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, of course, they they handled San Francisco uh, on Christmas night. Thank you, Bernie. Appreciate it. Jay Gruden coming up next. Get his expert analysis on both the AFC and NFC title games straight ahead on the Team Nine Indy and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.